Ready to start this bad boy? Yeah, it's fucking... Toyland, Toyland, magical Ellen Boyland. That was pretty good, Tim. Why, thank you, Mr. Deef. Hey, we got a real episode going. Welcome real to... Christmas app. A real... Uh, why? How... I feel... I feel like every fucking holiday we're all like, no, let's not... Let's not do that. It's too on the nose. Let's do a... Let's do another holiday classic, and then I don't. And then, and then it's not even anywhere near the nose. No, it's not. It's, we didn't. We don't even hit the face. Like this is like a, that time there were no witches in Witch Mountain. This is exactly that. This is Witch Mountain 2.0. Yeah. Uh, we chose to do Babes in Toyland to keep with uh, theme and continuity of the bullshit that we've been doing this entire year. <laughs> and that's just to- all we do- all we have done for a whole year is talk about my asshole and then Tommy Kirk. Okay. <laughs> that's it. It's all we fucking do anymore. Well, who are we and what do we do? Who well, is my daddy and what does he do? I am Is he rich? Is he rich like me? We are covering this is Disney Plus and Cussin' uh, our bookend to 2022 and season two, and I am your host, Little Boy Blown. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a Deef be nimble, Deef be quick, Deef had surgery just under his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was going to be Deef wishes he could suck his own dick. <laughs> and here we got a long-time listener, long-time lurker, first-time caller, Jack Sprattery. Jack's <laughs> 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 a little... <laughs> Little boy, <laughs> little boy, Browlick. So, uh, this movie that we decided to do um, it is—is is there any Christmas in it? They it, they definitely refer to Christmas a couple of times. And what I'm going to start this episode off with by saying is that um, I think that I am going to uh, bury the hatchet as far as going for those people that are like Die Hard Christmas movie. Um, because Die Hard is so much more of a Christmas movie than this movie fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that in the past I've been like it has to be a Christmas story or it has to be a um, Christmas vacation or something that is literally about, about Christmas. Christmas. But if it is completely filled with Christmas, takes place at Christmas and has Christmas references all through it, then fuck it. It's a Christmas movie. I, would, I got real high and watched Die Hard the other night. It was pretty good. I would go as far as to say... It doesn't even need to be Christmas adjacent if it's something that makes you feel like Christmas. Why is Harry Potter? Why is why is binge watching all of the Harry Potters a Christmas thing? Because it's British and they use lots of bells and there's snow most of the time. They go to Hogsmeade. They would also usually come out around Christmas. Those movies. Is that, so, so, so that, that so was you the associate next, it with when they came out? Yes, yeah, right? Empire Strikes Back. Christmas because of Hoth? When did it come out? 1977. Yeah, but what? <laughs> fucking no. God damn it. Never mind. So, like, what? It, what? I, I, I think that I think that we're we're I think that we've hooked we've hooked a we've hooked a big one, and we need to get to the bottom of it. Did we did did we think because all, all of us collectively when we were like let's do Babes in Toyland? Am I correct in thinking that? We were all like, "Yeah, of course, that's a Christmas movie." Well, no, I wanted to do I wanted to do Babes in Toyland during our regular seasonal flow, and by regular seasonal flow, I mean before the hemorrhoid popped. (laughs) 
Um, and you this said, no, come back that's a Christmas movie. And I said, is it? And you said, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. And I looked it up, and it said, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. And uh, that's why we put it off, and that's why we're doing it now. And did you finish it? No. You didn't finish it. Okay, no, no, no. it does end up being a Christmas. The Santa show. It ends. Wait, I finished it. I don't remember it being Christmas. Do you not remember how Annette Funicello is dressed? Oh, I guess. Is she, what, is she dressed like Santa Claus? She's dressed like uh, a, a fucking Playful Promises uh, or Thistle Inspire or Savage X Fenty before it got real slutty um, A fashion model. Nova. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... It's red velvet with fucking white. Like, it, it definitely looks like Christmas at the end. You didn't finish the movie? No. It's like not even doing oh, homework, yeah, not even a little bit. I did homework. But, but you, did you watch the middle? I, did you get to Toyland? No. Okay. <laughs> you, didn't get, you didn't get to the third word in the title. No, 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 no. No, because I was like, this is a kidnapping. This is a kidnapping story. I got to the kidnapping. That's like 30 minutes in. This is a, almost a two-hour joint. I got... It's longer than two hours. It's okay. You know what? We I got... This I started at 8 a.m. today. <laughs> and I finished after 10. Yeah. So. That's because you were pausing to take no, vigorous I, notes. No, I actually frequently was not pausing and just leaving my living room. I Did you guys have any preconceptions about this before we went in? Yes. Okay. What... Uh, like, what did you know about this before I went in? Okay, so I... Jack Sprattery. Let me say... <laughs> uh, Sounds like an NPR name. There, there, there isn't even a Jack Pratt in this... Uh, Jack Spratt in this, in this movie. <laughs> no. I don't think. What I need to say about this is that in middle school and high school, I was a musical theater kid adjacent. So <laughs> I was not a musical theater kid, but I was best friends with a bunch of them. I, I believe was, they call that a... F- <laughs> no, no, no. Of my look. I was involved in all the musical theater kid drama. I was extras in a few things, but like I was not. I'm not a performer. Correct. I was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, musical theater adjacent. You got um, high. You didn't inhale. <laughs> sure. Yes, with musical theater. But I did have many friends that I remember saying that they were in Babes in Toyland, uh, and I never went to those performances. Yeah. Um. So I was watching this movie the whole time just thinking, this is what the fuck they were doing? Yeah, this, right. This was it? Like, what parts did they take out? And they were already to- out of the closet, and they're like, this is way too gay for me. And no, so- it was. I was just like, is this, like, what would it have been like if I went and saw them perform this? I mean, like, what part? They, imagine- couldn't have, they couldn't have done the whole thing. They had to have taken out uh, one song that I took issue with. Surely d- they wouldn't have performed, but maybe they did. I don't know. Um, Is it the one where she's too dumb to do math? Probably. Where he's just like, you're just a stupid old toy. <laughs> what what, what uh, makes yeah. the red man red? I don't know. Candy Candido's in this movie. Why can't a broad fucking drive? <laughs> There's too many yellow people in this place. Maybe some of them should die. Uh, that one, they should have taken out that one for sure. Well, I, 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 I guess I, that's probably one of the ones I left... During and didn't pause the movie. But. I think I remember watching like a stage production at either Cats, maybe oh, Cats yeah. or Oak Ridge, or maybe even Casablanca, and like 
something it didn't go through. I was I, like, when you say Casablanca, do you mean um, the Fort Worth like the, the oh, little dome uh, in Fort Worth? That's called Casa. I was about to, I was about to be like, okay. that's not called Casablanca, stupid. It's called Casa Magnetico. No, it's called Casa. <laughs> that's the thing. It's six. Casa Magnana. Casa Magnana. Casa tomorrow. Yeah, the fucking it, the it, little dome. It's a dome, and then the theater, the stage is round. Yep, and I remember my par- uh, my grandparent took me to see Brigadoon there. Ooh. And uh, about halfway through, I was like, oh, you're going to blow this popsicle stand. <laughs> Brigadoon don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving Brigadoon. And I was like, I'm leaving Casa Manana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, I saw... I saw Miss Saigon at the Bass Performance Hall, like the first year the Bass Performance Hall came out, and yeah. I was like, this is lame. But then they landed a helicopter on that stage, and I was like, musicals are great. I didn't understand anything that was happening in Miss Saigon. I had seen all of Phantom of the Opera, or I had listened to it all in uh, the our carpool lady's car, and yeah. then she bought us tickets to go to it at the Bass Performance Hall. And, um, and I was like... I don't know what the hell's going on. Sing! And yeah, yeah, I, I want to leave. Yeah, like, <laughs> but the chandelier hasn't fallen yet. Yeah. Wait, there's going to be a yeah, chandelier. That, my mom that falls. was like, "That's cool. We'll go to fucking Whataburger." Yeah, <laughs> like I don't think we ever went to Whataburger for some reason. That day we went to Whataburger. <laughs> this is Arlington. Um, so um, this move, this this like project is old as fuck. The original guys like, that wrote this... The concept of Babes in Toyland? Babes in Toyland was written in 1903. That means... Okay. We have to take a little bit of like... Who was born in 1903? <laughs> somebody... Like somebody's kid of the guy that wrote this. Because like... This shit was... Um, L. Frank Baum. As in the, the, Wizard, the Wizard of, of Oz, Oz guy. Like... Helped retool this. Because... Basically, the same the same musical guy that did this also did The Wizard of Oz. So, like, that's why it doesn't really feel super Disney, because everything that, 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 like, feels real old about Disney that we cover, like, in the 50s and 60s and shit, this is super old to them. This feels, this feels real MGM, this, this is, whole production. This is, like, Laurel and Hardy fucking covered this shit 25-year fucking... Yeah, like 25 years prior to this with the same, like, music. Okay? Yeah. This is from 1903, so this is antiquated as fuck. That's why the music doesn't feel, like, in the the vein. Like, even though they got George Bruns, like, on the scene, like, doing doing scores. It's an operetta. Yeah. It's an operetta, right? So... There's one guy writing the music. There's one guy writing. Have the, you the listened words to any the... of that version of it? Like, do you well, have no, good... I, listen, I listen to the Laurel and Hardy stuff. And what's that sound like? Same shit? No, it's different. No, it's different. Like Disney, Disney retools and stuff. And also, Disney had one of his nine old men helming this thing, and then he started clashing with him um, because that guy started. Disney literally said something like he's he's getting too too big for his britches, too high for his hat, something yeah. like that. And he pulls him out. And this is when Disney is also starting to be like, fuck animation. If it's going to be a person, then it's going to be a person. Yeah. You know, and then I might do some, some animation in the background, which is going to be for effects. Yeah. Um, and it's Ward Kimball. Ward Kimball is, is, is helming this thing. Right. Um, and... 
uh, Ward Kimball is like, no, you're not going to stick fucking Annette Funicello in this fucking thing again. And Walt's like, fuck you. Yes, I am. And Ward Kimball is seeking out um, Broadway people. Yeah. Um, and he, he's pulling in Broadway people and stuff. And Disney's like, no, we're using the we're using the fucking Tarantino. Like, these are the players. These are the interchangeable players. Yeah. And, and, and I already paid for their five-year contract. I'm going to squeeze as many movies as I can get out of them in those five right. years. Yeah. Okay. So we're dealing with a very, very old property. Yeah. That Disney is wanting to make into a big thing. The starts like production, everything for this shit starts in 1955. This shit gets published. It, it, it becomes, goes out on television. I think that we forget a lot of the time that a lot of the shit that we're watching that's like full length feature movies is um, their television movies. You know, yeah, with like punctuated by commercials with fucking Mickey Mouse sitting in cars and shit. It's weird. It's right. weird fucking shit. Anyways. Ward pisses off Disney, gets kicked off the project. They bring in a guy named Jack Donahoe or Donahue or something. Yeah. And that guy has done holiday specials with the likes of maybe Dean Martin, but definitely Frank Sinatra. But, like, this is Disney dipping his toe into the past. And literally, what with, with Wizard of Oz shit, yeah. they bring in this guy, Ray Bolger. Does this guy look familiar to you at all? Yeah. This is the fucking Scarecrow. Right. This is the first time he's ever played a villain, and honestly, with, with what he has been fed, like, I mean, this is somebody that is doing his thing around the time that we started this podcast with, like, you know. Right. So, he's, he's like a, he's like, he, it's almost like Tarantino bringing back fucking Travolta. Right. Is this Barnaby? Yeah, this yeah. is Barnaby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, um... You've got you've got a net uh, and by the way when they I I really like the opening credit sequence when they show um, it's it's not just a net Funicello it's just a net yeah well, you so know? that that was her it's like Britney that's her pop star name yeah 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 so it's she, just a net it's not yeah, Funicello is such a great fucking name well you she know? Go, it, she goes back to it later but like this is this is sort of like it, it, what we're doing here is exactly what they're doing now when you have your Selena Gomez's and your Miley Cyrus's and your your you 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 built a pop star and now you put them in your films, um, and you keep doing that and you you make it for TV. It's they it's still the same formula with different pop stars and, and a lower budget. But uh, at this point in Annette Funicello's career, she has she's releasing albums as Annette, and she doesn't dig this shit really. No. And like she's on a contract. It, it, it's funny because. She's a super alto. Like, yeah. she's super alto. She doesn't have vibrato. Um, it's super stylized, and it clashes against the rest of what everybody's doing, but we'll get to all that. Um, well, because this thing feels like it wants to be, without being a Christmas movie at all, it feels like it wants to be White Christmas. This is one of those, like, look at this big Hollywood feature. No fucking way. This has nothing to do with White Christmas. Well, no, but it, White it, Christmas is I, I'm just talking uh, about those like those big soundstage fucking Bob Fosse dances. Sure, there, there's a there's a lot to hate on. There's a lot to hate on about White Christmas, but White Christmas has a cohesive plot and drive and characters I'm not and, trying to and say chemistry that this is, I'm not trying to say that this is as good as White Christmas. I'm just saying it wanted to be a movie like White Christmas and it didn't get to be that. What this is what this is is a fucking like rowdy ass, fucking flashy, colorful, bloated matinee with a bunch of kids screaming in the fucking audience. And when you're feeling flashy, colorful, and bloated, you're gonna want 
some Carly Rae Jepsen's very Lord. Art, artful, artfully done transition. Uh, um, now, that being said, let me be crystal clear about one thing, Tim. This episode needs to be good. And when you want to be good and crystal clear, you're going to also want some Crystal Pepsi. Oh. <laughs> uh, I played bass for that band. <laughs> Is this going to make us sick? Uh, we'll find Maybe, out. Yeah. Uh, well, you, it's so old. I think you should probably film this. Yeah, I agree. I will, do- I will also film it. Okay, let's get the weed out of the photo. <laughs> Malort. And Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> Expired November 6th. Look at how thin that is. 2017. Yeah. It oh is best before and worse after. We're about to get that latter version. <laughs> what does that sniff like? The, the lid's not crystal. It'll be fine. We're going to be fine. crystallizing, yeah. A little splash, a little splash. And we won't be happy till we get it. We're gonna throw up. Oh no! Oh no! It's worse than just the more. Oh no! Jack Spratery does not approve. <laughs> it's. It's not that the Crystal Pepsi is bad, it's that it added so much volume to the Malort. Yep. <laughs> it, it really intensified it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so look, the, uh, the top of the bottle turned brown. Oh, mm. God damn it. I don't it like that at all. Oh, it's I like a we Final were, Fantasy so, plot. So we, we were working with some sort of... Clean seal. <laughs> what I thought we were. It it made a little oh, noise no. when we opened it. Oh, all it? right. So back on track. We got Ray Bolger. We got Annette Funicello uh, as as our lead guy, and I don't know why it makes me kind of chub up when <laughs> when I find out. <laughs> you don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I look up Tom, I'm like, oh, what? how old was Annette at this time? She was 19. And I look up Tommy Sands, and I'm like, he was like 21. And I'm like, holy shit, this fucker's still alive. And I was like, good for him. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there going like, I loved it. Like, I'm like into him because he's still alive. <laughs> he's just still alive. That's it. That, yeah. that And that made you chub up knowing that you've got a shot. I don't know. Yeah. He's 85 right now. Annette should have lived longer. Yeah, okay, you know, who's, you know who's not still alive? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, can I say something as a long-time listener, a long-time lurker, first-time caller? Yes, please. Um, I noticed some familiar names. I noticed there were two Corcorans. Two Corcorans! There are two we got Corcorans! A, we got a snot-nosed <laughs> baby brother Corcoran. Yeah. Yes! A brand new Corcoran. I saw, Corcoran. I saw, I saw yeah. two Corcorans. Lead singer for the Smashing Pumpkins! <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> All right, but Anyways, um, sorry if I two got no definitely no. we got a Tommy Kirk as well. <laughs> Tommy Kirk is back, baby, the you, captain. You remember an Ed Wynn? Mm, no, I didn't. Mustard. Mm, <laughs> Let's not be silly now. Yeah. I, oh yeah, no, I know exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention to play him. Um, and we'll get to him in season three with Mary Poppins. I can't wait. Talking about chubbing up. We're talking about Julie the, Andrews the finally officiant. doing it. I'm talking about I'm talking about the toy maker. Yeah, the toy, yeah, 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 yeah. The marriage officiant, the toy yeah. maker. Yeah. Um, but 
More Spoiler alert, they're getting married. I mean, come on. Look, okay, so... I thought he was in the ocean. So, <laughs> at a certain point in high school, Chris was in um, a, a production of Guys and Dolls. And Chris mm-hmm. does not have the lead role, but Chris has maybe one of the most enviable roles. Yeah. Which is Nicely Nicely, who sings, sit down, sit down, sit down, you're rocking the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I've heard that so many times. Yeah. In this movie, <laughs> if you're a big old fat guy... You definitely want the role of Gonzorgo. And if you have any acting chops or miming chops, you want the role of Rodrigo. These are teller. arguably the two most enviable roles in this. And these guys are a pair of players that have been in this shit side by side in something that is very, very familiar to audiences of the time, which is, do you know? No. Zorro, baby. Yeah, there it is. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zorro. Zorro, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Zorro is huge at the time. And um, uh, his name Swarty is Gene. Adventure. Gene, uh, fuck, hold on. Um, the guy that plays Rodrigo. These guys are giving mad Chris Edwards, oh, Chris he- Kellerman vibes, by the way. Like, throw, just throwing that out there. We were pretty good in those roles. Not to take it all the way back to high school, but I nailed that shit. They Nailed were, it to the rock. I mean, they boat. were pretty much the only two characters I really paid much attention. Well, to. Well, the, the, I mean, they're the also. The whole time I watched that movie this morning. Uh, yeah. So the, the, <laughs> the, the, the the two people I want to talk about right here are Henry Calvin and Gene Sheldon. Yeah. Okay. Henry Calvin's the big fat guy, Gonzorgo, and uh, Gene Sheldon is Rodrigo. Now, in in Zorro, they play um, a big old fat guy and a little and a little older guy too. Well, so they. they, they Gene Sheldon plays um, Benedito or something, who is um, who is Zorro's uh, manservant, yeah. who is mute, yeah. but not deaf. Right. But he pretends to be deaf-mute. Correct. And so he is his spy. Okay? But he still does... Most of the shit that he's done is, uh, is mime shit, uh, slapstick shit, almost... Um, he's his bo- almost before the talkies. Yeah. Okay. He's and Baba Booey. Henry Calvin, also a Dallas, Texas man, born in Dallas, Texas, died in Dallas, Texas. Um, most famously known. Did you ever remember watching little Zorro shorts on Disney Channel? Yeah. This is the big fat Mexican sergeant, De- yeah. Sergeant Demetrio Lopez Garcia, or just Sergeant Garcia. Yeah, as soon as you said Zorro, I was like, it's fucking Zorro. A yeah. sometimes friend, sometimes foe. He works for the bad guys, but he's too bumbling for you to actually hate him. Like in Hogan's Heroes. Exactly. Not like that. Because that's Spanish. a fucking Nazi. Yeah. But, um,. But yeah, it's the bad guy who's also kind of funny, like, kind of nice. Kind when, of like when you pull up Henry that. Calvin, you can literally see uh, Gene Sheldon there in the background, yeah. even though he's not even Aww. being mentioned right yeah. now. Actually, he's mentioned right there. <laughs> Bernardo, Bernardo. Yeah. Um, yeah. These two are like a modern day. So everybody that plays the, these two roles after this is mimicking Laurel and Hardy, right. even though this wasn't written for Laurel and Hardy. Laurel and Hardy cement themselves as the Rodrigo um, uh, Gonzorgo yeah. duo. The man of La Mancha, Sancho Panza, fucking yeah. flawless pin and teller, fucking you, Rage Cage and Jables. It's like you get somebody that immortalizes a role doing it a very specific way. And that's what and you And then know. here on out, 
you can't not give homage to them. And these guys do a pretty fucking good job yeah. of it, I must say. Um, Henry Calvin also does um, Never Smile at a Crocodile, which doesn't actually make it onto the Peter Pan soundtrack, but like they wrote that song. He sings a version of it that makes it onto some recording of it. Yeah. He. Um, Anyway, he, he does a lot of shit. And I, I, these guys steal the fucking show as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. With, with Ray Bolger. Yeah. Um, Tommy Sands, not bad. Great ass. Um, <laughs> Annette, Annette is Annette. They, they stick her in everything. She does a great job doing what she does. Uh, they put her in a real dumb wig, though. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. That, and we, we, and that's that's all I really have to say about. But that. you got you got uh, Tommy Kirk, you got Kevin Corcoran, um, you got Billy Corcoran, who looks like you forgot what Kevin Corcoran looked like, and you need to build him back together with like some sort of putty. Um, he just you can see why it didn't take off for him. Yeah. Well, both of the Corcoran boys have always been a little goofy looking. Just like, so one's got the chops, and one you don't need to even give an opportunity to get those round chops. Faced, yeah, yeah. It, it, this is this is Billy Corcoran's Christmas present. Yeah. Well, he makes tea now, which is wild. Um, yeah. I mean, Zwan didn't take off either. You know. No. Uh, and neither did, did. Did you know that? And you a, have Paz de la on base. Yeah. There's a. <laughs> Uh, there's a there's still a so sequel hot. to Zero and uh, <laughs> Melancholy. Is it called One? Ah, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, is great on bass. We should just be listening to uh, Smashing Pumpkins right now. She's with the uh, she's with um, she was never in Smashing Pumpkins. She was in Zwan, and now she's in the Pixies, and she was in Perfect Circle. She she played with the Pumpkins for Melancholy. She did? Yeah. Okay. And that's your 90s trivia minute. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're thinking about the 90s and trivia, you're thinking about Coke. Give give me a little little photo up. Not just Coke, but new Coke. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to drink new Coke... You're really probably going to want to mix it up with Malort. Let's, let's get a little bit into this movie before we pour another Malort, huh? Haven't even started. Well, that's new. <laughs> so, movie starts off. Um, you've got Sylvester J. Goose. He also known to his buds as... Uh, uh, calling s- women out for how much silly. they weigh? Yeah, that's where he starts. Do you think that woman actually weighed 189 pounds? Uh, no. In Hollywood, absolutely not. Camera adds 15 pounds. I don't think the chick that even played Mammy was allowed to weigh 189 pounds. Um, how'd you feel about the hand on the bottom of that goose? I don't know, but, um, yeah, he's definitely doing that dog. (laughs) So, I want to tell you, um, what we get is, uh, the introduction of all the characters, um, in Mother Goose Village. Right. Um, and so this is all sung by um, a whole chorus. I, I'm sure they've sung in multiple things. But the Goose is also doing his own introduction of all of these characters. And um, some dedicated fan ended up isolating uh, what he is saying 
to introduce all of these um, characters like uh, just the goose bits. Just the goose bits, and this is this is really fascinating stuff. So I, I was going to show this to you. Okay, I can't wait. Let's All hear right. just the goose. Okay, and I, I I understand why they didn't why they didn't amplify him anymore because some of this is a little blue, and I'm not talking about little boy. Yeah, to that sound. Oh, Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet, eating a curd some wing. Long came a spidey, sat down beside. He said, "Hey." What's in the bowl, bitch? Oh! <laughs> oh! No! oh! It's like an Andrew Dice Clay! I mean, he's not done, so that's ridiculous. <laughs> Jack and Jill went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Oh! <laughs> That fucking whore. <laughs> Little boy blue, he needed the money. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Tree blind mice, see how they run. <laughs> Where the fuck are they going? <laughs> Was an old lady lived in a shoe? She had so many kids, a uterus fell out. Oh! They're unbelievable. Mary, Mary, quite contrary, trim that pussy, it's so damn Mary. Oh. Anyways, it goes on like this. Yeah. Know, as they introduce uh, the cast of characters. Hmm. Imagine. A comedy routine. I, I do find Sylvester Goose a little bit cloying. He's being too silly, really. Wait, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> when we say Sylvester Goose, are we talking about... Who was that guy? What That's Andrew Dice Clay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Dice Little Goose, maybe. Uh, then we're talking about Sylvester Goose. Uh, Tim, Tim here's talking about Sylvester Goose. Yeah, he's the one that's uh, on the... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fucking insane, horrifying-looking goose. Yes. Uh, that's it, what they. That's what uh, he's they so, isolated his his vocals, and it, it's that that's his that's his whole bit. And I, I understand now. It's a kids movie. You can't you can't just put that in there. No, he's like, oh my gosh. That I told you, I took three notes for this movie. My first note was a uh, uh, Sylvester is terrifying. Sylvester has teeth, yes? Uh, I don't know. He Will has, you pull but, up a but picture he does, of he does have, silly he does have he does have a. Just wildly roaming eyeballs that yeah. are so scary. Yeah, and I, just, I hate everything about him. Mother Mother so, Goose is so actually scary. doing it, but I, I believe there to be teeth on that. Now that we have also <laughs> established that Silly Goose was played by Andrew Dice Clay, uh, imagine <laughs> as a stand-up comedian, you don't have to ever create any new material because what everyone is expecting from you is the shit that they've also it like. It's like being at a fucking concert when everybody is singing along. Like, why do you go see the stand-up comedian live if you're you're just well, shouting so, his jokes back at him? What's really funny, and I can show that to you later, is that halfway through this thing, he's like, Okay, cool. You all did your homework. He's like, but while you've all been memorizing my old shit, I've been working too. And then he, like, rails off, rattles off, like, six new ones. That are, argue, I'd say, probably way better than that. Than the old shit? He's not that 
person. That's a persona. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he's yeah. kind of that person a little bit, but yeah. like that's like it's like if you thought that Neil the Hamburger guy, the guy is not that, Neil Hamburger. It, it, yeah, it's it, like Triple H. But we get the we get the players from. Uh, I mean, did, 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 we're not old enough. Mother Goose nursery rhymes are too old for us. I was I I got Mother Goose. I know all these nursery rhymes. I I mean I know them. During this whole part, I was. Did like, you ever get any satisfaction I, out of them? Whatsoever? I wish we were just watching Rock and Rhyme with Paul Simon, which I've also brought up on multiple episodes. You're gonna find it somewhere, someday. Have you ever seen it? No. Rock uh, Rock and Rhyme starring Paul Simon. Have you ever seen it? No. I feel like it's made it onto at least like twenty percent of our episodes. A mention of it. Fuck, man. Like, but the, the, like all of the characters that we're meeting here. Are done much better in Mother Goose's Rock and Rhyme starring Paul Simon. Um, so this is all I'm, I, I start this movie, and they're doing these big musical numbers, um, and I am just going, I fuck, I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake. I should have looked into this a little bit more. I should have dipped my toe in at least. Like this is a problem with me, is that I, I decide I'm gonna just burst in blind. Yeah. And find out. And I fuck around and I find out, and then I'm in a mess of fucking choreography and colorful outfits and fucking shit that I don't give a shit about. I did. I did really. This like, is like if I like the outfits a lot. It's like mm-hmm. fables if it wasn't cool at all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, and But it's really, really good choreography. And I had a moment where I went... If this That's was, really if good this, choreography. If this was a... Yeah. <laughs> no, it goes a little further than that. It's like, oh, if everybody is auditioning for this fucking show at the Arlington Theater or Lamar High School or whatever, this is the end of Young Tim's audition. Yeah. Oh my god, like all the fucking teens I was talking about yes. who were all in this fucking... Oh my god. Yeah, teens will be teens. Yeah, yeah it wasn't theater, but it was tech theater. <laughs> it's like theater, but way more hardcore. But if we're setting up um, a kind of skeleton of what's happening here uh tom and mary beloved of the town they're about to get married everybody loves them um everybody is rooting for them like jim and pam mary mary quite contrary huh yeah yeah, so she should have been a little bit more capricious as far as i'm concerned but yeah um tom piper not an actual character my name before I was little boy blown was going to be Tim Piper. That's good. <laughs> it's not. That's bad. It's not as good as little boy blown. <laughs> um, but uh, introduce a catalyst. You got your Barnaby. He's the Grinch on the hill. Got a cool looking house. Yeah. Um, and his idea. Okay. So I, what I don't understand about this whole thing. Mary Quite Contrary. And this is contrary in and of itself. She has a dowry? She got money? She got money if she marries? He seems to think she has fucking money, but nothing in the rest of the fucking movie suggests she does. It seems she's broke. Maybe she just can't do the sum. (laughs) I think... No, 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 no. no, no. She seems to not understand finances. Does this money manifest when she marries a man? I mean, I I guess once uh, once she gets married, all of the sheep that 
Bo Peep manages for her. Seem to apparently. She's be taking care of a valuable. bunch of orphans, so she's at least getting a fat ass tax return. And one of them Am is, I right? And one of them's a beep. Oh. <laughs> one of them's a what now? Bo Peep. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said all these kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But. I don't understand why that makes her rich. I don't know where her fucking. No, no, no. I, I felt. I don't understand her money. What I caught. For, I did, I did, he wants. I didn't catch that as the motivation at all. I thought it was more of a. He knows her ass is poor. No, he specifically says he wants her money. He wants her money. He like, says that if he marries her, like, she has money behind her, but, like, she can't access it. It, like, has to go to a man or something. Uh, this is written in 1903, remember, yeah, 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 my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was actually the only part, so this that, is this actually the only part I did watch uh, very I don't know. closely. I'm, I'm asking y'all. Uh, no, I, ver- I watched this very closely. Uh, this fucking guy, Barnaby, is singing this whole song, and he's just like... All right, Mary's gonna marry Tom. She cannot. Because, she cannot. Yeah, she, he was like, she's gonna have all this money, and he was like, I need to marry her so I can get that money. However, uh, so yeah, he's like, but Tom, he's got money, which he's offering. Yeah, her clearly later. he does. But yeah. he's like, well, she's married Tom, uh, so we have to kill Tom. However, uh, he specifically says she's too independent with her sheep. So he wants the sheep to be killed or or stolen. The sheep get taken to the forest of dark. No return. All the women yeah. who's so, independent yeah, no, he has was, to was, murder he, your he sheep. He goes. He goes. If she has sheep, she'll be too independent. Well, yeah, because and the so, sheep are her other assets. Yes. So, Bitches with llamas are too much drama. So he gets rid of the sheep, and Break then he's on. like, "All right, so she is no longer independent. She's she no has no money. Uh, she's broke, but also if I marry." her I get to inherit all her money yeah but would you say but she's also, a bad but bitch? also she doesn't have any money like what money where that, that, and, that, and that that's where like I've got this she's like a, she's a landowner no she there's literally a song where she sings about how she has Being no a landowner doesn't mean shit I've got no land but I have these sheep Every single night I have to feed Bo Peep. No, she has nothing. She's, she's, she's got, got a bunch of kids that she's saddled yes, with. Yes, and one of them was responsible for the sheep, and but and that was Bo Peep. And that Bo little Bo, yeah. And Bo Peep flipped out. She was like, I lost them. <laughs> that was actually really sad. Well, they bitch, it's your child. It's your only child. <laughs> she was like, I'm so sorry. And they were like, no, they're fine. And she's like, no, they're not. They're gone. Holy shit, fucking Willow's out? New Willow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, hold on. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna pull up the introduction of the Catalyst's tools, AKA the most entertaining part of this fucking movie. Yes. And I swindle, and I hate to set the books, and the income tax collector always gives me dirty looks. Now the thought of Nettie's money has a very strong appeal, so underhandedly I planned another shady deal, and I won't be happy. Unwittingly, some paper she will I gotta tell you, I'm a sucker for villain songs. Yeah. That in the finer print. But I'm not into it until he starts singing. <laughs> you 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 have you have to at least mayhem for a monetary gain. And we specialize Admit in that the colors are stellar. Colors are good. We're on our way to steal some sheep like, and that feels like Disney. Sea. And then I 
directly we'll collect a very handsome fee and we won't be happy till we get it in some lagoon a body soon will splash we're eager to proceed to do this evil he's definitely a big old fat guy yeah <laughs> in cash but like do you sometimes feel and like there's a moment where he opens up the fucking piggy bank and it's just like Pulp Fiction yeah. when Jules and, and, uh, and, and Vincent see the inside of the case. Yeah. And we won't be happy till we get it. Anyways, that's a fun one. Um, that's a good, that's a good That's a good sound. Um, they're planning a home invasion on Mary Contrary. Yeah. Yeah, and a, and a pretty significant murder. Um, so the, the what's the plot? It, it, or what the by by plot I don't mean the what's happening in the story. I mean the scheme. Yeah. Um, they're gonna they're gonna get uh, Tom Piper. They're gonna grab him. They're gonna shove him in a bag. They're gonna bag him. And they're gonna toss him. They're gonna, they're gonna toss him in the sea. They're gonna toss him in, the, toss fucking him in the fucking sea. Very inefficient. He's supposed to sink to the bottom of the sea. That is like a whole point of if, a whole other song. If it yeah. were me, to the bottom of the if sea. it were me, I would make sure he was dead before I stuck him in that bag. But well, it's a good thing you didn't because no, you can get paid twice. They decided not to sink him to the bottom of the sea because um, they and, could tell him the gypsy. If you don't Gypsies, know, gypsy is a slur now. You're supposed to say Romani, Romani people. Okay. I know. Well, this I'm, movie doesn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I they've know. got a song called Look. Dirty Filthy Gypsies. They'll buy up all your kids. <laughs> you can sell them to adults for just the price of just with kids. I'm not. I'm not, saying the, I'm not saying the word gypsies. I'm saying this movie said gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your wild chance, gypsy. Don't let me down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, um, they they go. They get Tom. They bang him on the head with a mallet. And and, and Rodrigo, you're right. Super, like he is Gideon yeah. from from Pinocchio. Yeah, bang him on the head. Stick him in the bag. Uh, take him into town. Put the flower in his it's, hand. It's, it's a like, good touch. It, it's a great scene. It's like the, Billy like, Bats in fucking Goodfellas. Yeah. You know? The, 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 the way Tom Piper falls to the ground after he's been bashed on the head, like eyes open, fully dead. Uh, Addie's doing this thing. It's like, like Kevin Spacey in American Beauty. Uh, you know? Where she'll be all like, he, he passed out, but his eyes were still open, so is he dead? I'm just like, no. But it's creepy when you ask me like that. About what? When does she ask that happens, question? It happens a lot, About really. what? Because those people When does dead. someone pass out with their eyes open? Uh, in front of her. Uh, the Tom Sands. He, like... Oh, okay. This he, movie. like, slumps. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, and then again, uh, something else we watched. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't get anybody to watch this fucking movie with me. Brooklyn watched a little bit of it, and I could tell that she was like, this is how we're spending time together. Yeah, I mean, no. I don't blame her. Addie was I like, hated watching it by myself. Is there HBO on your phone? Can I watch Teen Titans Go there instead? <laughs> and I was like, listen, bitch, I wish we was both watching Teen Titans Go, okay? Because it's great. We ended up pivoting to uh, George C. Scott's A Christmas Carol from 1984, which is a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, best rendition of Ebenezer Scrooge that exists. No. It's better than Michael Caine. No. Better than Michael Caine. No. 
I won't allow it. You're, you're saying it's Michael Caine. It's Michael Caine. It's not. George C. Scott, 1984. I love Michael Caine, but he is several pegs below. I'll watch it again, but I'm not going to go several pegs ago. I'll go... All the all the special effects are absolutely terrible in that movie. Well, sure, that'll happen. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got you've got the sheriff of Rottingham as his um, as his nephew. Um, you've got the priest from the Omen as Bob Cratchit. Yeah, I don't know about it. You know, the rest of them are a bunch of fucking eighties British actors. But George C. Scott lends real beef to every single line that that he fucking says. It's like, and more than Michael Caine does. And Michael Caine does a very good job. But Did you see the um, the Onion headline about Trump waking up on Christmas morning and tweeting, the three ghosts that visited me last night were very rude. Yeah. Need to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I did see that. It was very good. Good job, other content creators. I did uh, one note that I took that I think might be at a point that we... If we haven't passed or about to pass, so I feel like I should mention it. Um, it's when Tom and Mary are, you know, they're like getting ready to get married. I think maybe he has not been abducted yet. So this yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this is right before the abduction. Yeah, then. right before the abduction, they are making out um, down, you know, in sight of the their, their like, little courtyard. Yeah, yeah, and they're down in the courtyard. Uh, the Many, many children that Mary <laughs> takes care of are watching them. They're just flicking and, uh, their beans and yeah, jerking so, their so bowls. Yeah, he, so he, like, he, like, try or no, I guess they actually weren't making out. Here's the thing. They weren't making out. He, like, leans in to try to kiss her, and then she just, like, turns away being like, no, we're getting married tomorrow. And, like, so he, like, tries getting- to kiss he tries Quite to kiss contrary her, signals from you right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she gets, like, super contrarian. He does not Preserve get to kiss her. Preserve your prana. And then, uh, and then he like so yeah. It it's a bear miss. And then one of the kids in the turning him into little boy blue balls. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> but one of the kids in the window says he tried to bite her, and it made me laugh so hard. Because they don't understand yeah. the innocence of childhood. He like literally like just like re- leans in, tries to kiss her, barely misses, and one of the boys goes. He tried to buy her. He's a fucking vampire. Yeah, I put that in quotes. I wrote that down. It made me laugh. laugh. <laughs> I, and that, I, that is one of three notes I took for this movie. Lol Raffle. Oh, there we go. <laughs> he tried to buy her. So you guys, they do sell him to some gypsies. They do sell yes, him to get they, paid twice. They 100% do. Never thinking. They're not super bright, but they are They're mercenaries. They're henchmen. They're called mercenaries. They're referred to as mercenaries mm-hmm. at one point, yeah. And um, they make me laugh, to tell you the fucking honest truth. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, I just starred this moment. <laughs> Everything goes oh, downhill from there. Revelation of uh, of his murder. We threw him in the Yemeni sunk into the ocean. Are you, Miss Mary, quite contrary? Yes, sir. I am she. Yeah, bitch, look at this well, garden. You would say I am her, right? We don't, I don't know think how so. to tell you this, Miss Mary. No, we don't know how to tell you this at all. We were 20 leagues at sea. It was calm as it could be. When out of the north there came a sudden squall. He was standing at the wheel, he was, Miss Mary. 
And across the deck, the I like this more now. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. decided I needed some drinks. And we heard the fellow yell as it bashed him down and swept him overboard. Slowly, slowly, he sank into the sea. Though we tried they to save ridiculous. him, he yeah. sank into the sea. <laughs> but who, sir? Who sank? Oh, oh, it was Tom, man. Tom sank. Tom sank? Tom sank? Who's Tom sank? What preposterous rumor are you spreading? Your boyfriend's dead because we hit him. He'd fell into the sea. Some evidence? Some proof of what you say? Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> we brought his head to show you he is dead. What proof do you okay. have? Well, that's fine. They clearly couldn't yeah. because they the, uh, the bit they 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 keep making more water come. The the mime guy, he's you know being all mimey and making more water fly out of his suit, and it, it's like a water show. Yeah, they wind up yeah. Like in fucking water. <laughs> um, and you can see and hear the Sunday matinee fuckery uh, that's happening here. Um, I think we need to take a root pose. I need to take a little piss. I have to pee so badly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'll come back to... I just need to taste it by itself. No. Oh, my God, Chris. It looks not at all carbonated. For listeners, Chris is drinking uh, Crystal Pepsi. You want so getting back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Onward we plod intrepidly. Um, and we won't go home until we finish the show. <laughs> so, the show has progressed. Um, Tom Piper is kidnapped. Um, Mary, quite contrary, believes that he is dead. Um, she's not going to get married to him. Barnaby offers his hand in marriage to save her from and again we we don't we don't figure, we, we don't understand because <laughs> um, he wants like a, a it's not like he's just lusting over her fucking tits and ass over here no right no like, he doesn't actually seem that like physically attracted to her he seems to just kind of gay no he seems to just want her money but i don't know what fucking money he's talking about the money that unlocks once he sticks it in her. I guess. But um, I, 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 I've got this keyhole <laughs> in this piggy bank that I was able to open one yeah. time, but I was told the second time I must use my wiener. But we do realize that, and, and this is maybe a bit antiquated as well, maybe Mary needs a dude around to do the numbers for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a uh, <laughs> her coming, uh, and I believe the song is called. Um, uh, One I can't, day, I can't, I can't a figure. man will do my math for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need a financier. Um, I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> all right, uh, I think I do have. I think I do have a clip of. Um, a uh, fiancé for my finances. <laughs> I, I, no, no. I, Someone I, to count this cash. No, please. I, I do. I do have a clip of. Um, 
I do have a, a clip of uh, of her singing this song about trying to figure out how to make it work. Hold on one second. How are we gonna pay? How are we gonna pay? Like you said. We like candles! <laughs> How do you pay your rent when you have a bunch of sheep? But the kid who watches the sheep keeps losing the sheep. <laughs> Uh, that's how you got to see that. How can you generate heat when this fucking bitch peep keeps losing sheep? <laughs> um, hold on. I, 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 I am actually going to find it. <laughs> We're hungry and frozen. The sheep, where'd they go then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, much less entertaining song, but uh, worth... Unlived on green string beans. Exactly how much would it take to live within our means? Oh, oh, oh. The dumb bitch that can't fucking Put figure down it beans out. and cross yeah. out cake. Let me see. Oh, dear me. What a job to undertake. Milk plus bread. Oh, my head. Add subtract and multiply till you're overcome. This is she much needs her a Don Draper us. to do this we for her. The, the only way a woman can do math if it's also cooking. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're going to play far enough along to where she uh, is like, oh, just walk on my hands. Oh, yeah, and her skirt, and like her skirt doesn't do the thing we want it to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or subtracting from. This is much too hard yeah. for me. Yeah. Looks like there's yeah, no hope for me. I didn't describe that, but yes. I can't get out of This is the opposite of Beach Body Bingo. Or whatever the fuck it was. Like, she was like, I'll save money on shoes if I'm able to walk on my hands all day. What's the word again? Uh, and, um. Feet! <laughs> uh. The, uh, my favorite line of this, uh, song, and this is pretty fucking good, the outcome of our income is our income's all gone out. I, you know what? Yeah. I it, love you know, that, too, And this actually. is actually what inspired I yeah. love that. What ins- yeah. In, free, in the song Free Will by Rush, Getty Lee says, if we choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. <laughs> and I believe that's where he got that. Yeah. I love that line actually, even though she's a big dumb dumb. So I was like, not. Pretty like, good. Pretty good yeah, stuff. Yeah, Whatever man right wrote that in 1903. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew Mary didn't come up with that on her own, but. Ooh. I mean. The lesson there is that somebody needs to take care of these women. <laughs> um. <laughs> Not what I'm saying, but looking at my other notes, uh, I have we are the gypsies. (laughs) Forty six twenty five. So, um, Barnaby comes in and he says, "Hey, got an announcement to make. Uh, I'm marrying Mary because she can't um, she can't support herself because they stole her sheep, took them to the forest, no return. That's her other income. That means they killed them, right?" No. No, they took them to the forest of no return, which there's definitely a return from. Because they do come back. 
I think they get them all back when they come back from Toyland. Or we never see the sheep again. I don't know. There's no return. <laughs> um, I will say I never saw the sheep again. I finished the movie. I know, they, I, they come back with a bunch of toys. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Um... <laughs> What about we we, got, we want to talk about uh, the gypsies and oh, okay so the gypsies are the oh, entertainment that Barnaby hires for the uh, for the wedding or for the pre wedding yes yes Jack Sprattery. <laughs> Sorry, I have to raise my hand. Like you don't have to raise your hand. You're more than welcome to just speak. Because uh, Floretta is is a, is a hell of a performance. All right, so I had left my living room at one point, and I came back in, and I already knew, like, you know, Tom had been uh, captured. Right, and we, we didn't really see the, the change of hands there, <laughs> right. right? Like, they're I, like, we're going to sell him to these well, gypsies. Knew, so I, we assume that he I, is I, sold I knew, to I the knew, Well, you know, yeah. I, knew, I knew he was because uh, the whole, like, What's the uh, the big guy, small guy? Gonzorgo and Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why they don't call him Gonzago. It's Gonzorgo. So that dude. It, it makes him sound fatter. They <laughs> they were like, hey, instead of us uh, drowning him in the ocean, uh, we'll just say we drowned him in the ocean, but we're actually going to sell him to gypsies. Sell him to the gypsies. Because they were like, because they like buying little boys. And so that part was weird to me because I was like. They said that? Yes. Yeah. And that part was weird to me because I was like, they're calling him a little boy, but he's like. An engaged man. Are they, that's, but why, anyways, at I didn't, what I didn't, point are there any babes in the toilet? I don't know. I, so I didn't think too much Kevin of that. Kevin Corcoran but, and Billy. So and he, he's been gone. I have been having this movie playing. I go to the restroom. I'm just doing other stuff, letting it play, come back in, and there is this wildly offensive gypsy woman mm-hmm. on the screen. Floretta. Can we play, so a, that, can we so play a bit of Floretta? Oh, I believe we can. So that is Floretta. Okay. After that, can we play some Rush? (laughs) You only push the button to turn it on and off. My skill is a magical art. I'm not just the usual swami. I don't entertain with fake ledger domain. And my breath doesn't reek of Yeah, so I had this like really, really like way late in life realization about gypsies. <laughs> uh, um, about about the idea of gypsies, right? And how like um, like in the year 1961, they probably wouldn't have done like a um, bunch of flash mob, a bunch of like uh, white people in blackface with big old lips or something. Um, but they would have done it like probably 30 years prior to that, right? And the reason they can get away with this at this time is that the general public doesn't really think of gypsies as real people. <laughs> uh, and uh, and it's it's like this uh, this other, you know, this uh, cartoonish, very cartoonish, silly other 
that um, who gives a shit if you make fun of them because they don't you know matter. Yeah, they're the and uh, and I think that like. You know, and then you can take that and apply that to like all the people that they were making fun of a few decades before, yeah. which are like now real if marginalized still, um, to where you're not allowed to just go around making fun of that. And uh, <coughs> I'm thinking probably in like the '90s productions that I saw, like they probably totally did this scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because like I don't, I think that like the whole. I don't know. I think I was chastised by somebody in San Antonio for saying gypsy. I was chastised once. And they were like, it's Romani. And I'm like, okay. Like the cheese? When I I talked about all of my, like, uh, fucking musical theater friends I had, one of them certainly played this gypsy. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. When I said I had friends who were in this show, like, one of them was a gypsy. And, like, eventually... And then they turned... Maybe, like, if, if one of your friends who played the gypsy in high school ever makes it to, like, upper level politics... 20 years from now, someone can find a picture of them dressed as a gypsy in a high school play. Ooh, I hope, I, and they're I hope done. it's me. They're I'll try done. It. I'll, I don't know, man. I'll I mean, like, if they if they played the gypsy, then they all, if we're talking about Florida specifically, yeah. then they played, they played Tom. Tom Piper. Right, 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 right. That, you know, that that's Tom Piper. Right. So. Which was a shocking moment for me, but then I also remembered, I was like, oh, I feel like I remember that I had friends who played this role <laughs> where they were actually in Japan. You know it'd be fucking yes. fun to play that role, though, right? Yes, like, I feel like I had friends that played that role, but yes, but I, uh, that's one of the things I Here's Here's where I, uh, once I was corrected on the word gypsy and how it is a slur and it was Romani peoples, uh, my next inclination was like, Oh, cause like they're all from they're, Romania. No, I was like, oh, cause they're always on. They're always Roman. Like they're, <laughs> they're always on the move. Like okay, Roman, 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 Roman. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't. Does it actually refer to them being from Romania? Like, are they? Does Romani people mean they always roll and roll and roll and roll and what? Or does it mean that they are of Romanian descent? Yeah, and I don't think that calling them Romani. All the time is necessarily accurate. Yeah, does does fucking does the guy from fucking Gogol Bordello want me to start calling it Romanian people punk? No. Can we still say gypsy punk? Because uh, the same day that I was correct, I'm like, what, 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 what about what about the uh, the fucking um, in uh, what's that show? Uh, Pee Blinders. Are those supposed to be Romanians? I haven't seen the Peaky Blinders. No, I've seen all of it. I mean, yeah. Do you know how to fix this? I can fit here. Yeah, yeah, I just turned it on for you. Oh, yeah. oh that sounded... Oh, there she is, blowing fucking... Fucking thick-ass clouds. <laughs> and she won't be happy till she hits it. <laughs> Very good. Are you getting beers? So the kids go... To find the sheep to save her from having to marry Barnaby. The kids do. Yes. Kids do. You got Bo Peep, you got the two twins, <laughs> and then you got the two Corcorins. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and then they encounter some talking trees. And uh, I guess I'm going to play some of that. I guess it's worth... It's weird. It's fucking weird. You know, I, I did... All, this is also part that I watched, and I agree. <laughs> 
oh, oh, this is kind of, uh, and I'm like, you guys are all acting like, oh, and I do like the villains saying, let's, let us pussyfoot. Let us yeah. lurk. Uh, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. We saw trees that walk. Try to get some sleep. They could even talk. Not another peep. And they sang a song. That girl has a good voice. While they yep. danced along. Children, quiet, please. Let's forget the trees. We're not telling lies. I will take your word. They had evil eyes. Darlings, that's absurd. And they raised a fuss. And they threatened us. It's a good It's a good song. Yeah. That you get some rest. Fucking gaslighting these kids. Yes. And then they sing a stupid fucking song because there's too many fucking songs in this movie. Well, when I was. Having to watch this movie earlier, I did watch those trees attack those kids. And, and one of no those one, trees... No one would fucking believe them. One of those trees is motherfucking Candy Candido, baby. No! What makes the red man red? <laughs> one of those trees is Candy Candido. No! Yeah, yeah, these are... It's a traveling troop of players, a baby. Gypsy players. Yeah. Um... Roaming around the town. We didn't establish which it was from Romania or roaming, did we? It is Romanian. Hey Siri, what is Roman? It's definitely not it's definitely not roaming. Oh my god. <laughs> am, am I silly for thinking that? Yes. Yes. We also gotta move on from this for now. Okay, that's fine. The, well from the gypsies. <laughs> Talk about her. The Romani. Also spelled Romani or Romani. Colloquially known as the Roma. An Indo-Aryan ethnic group, traditionally nomadic. And also, uh, red pepper packets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and delicious tomatoes. Um, I believe um, a man outside of a gay bar in San Antonio or in uh, Philadelphia once sold me some uh, Roma Parmesan cheese. Shut the fuck up! I was with cocaine. you that night. Yeah. Were you? Yes. Yes, you were yes, I was. You bought you. Uh, yeah. I was like doing. I was like trying to fucking yes. stack it up, and it just stacked yes. up in this like tower. It was so fucking funny. It was literally <laughs> fucking like Parmesan cheese. I got in trouble that night. Yeah. No, that's when you and I drove. up. Up to Philly together. No. Yes, and you had just barely been living there, and then that happened. <laughs> I, I damn. I feel like I feel like it had been a while longer. I don't no, feel like I would have showed that, up and just no, bought coke. Yes, you sure did because I was with you. <laughs> no, no, because I. I fucking, have photos of that night. <laughs> that's not that night. That's I not have, that night. I actually have photos of the Parmesan cheese. To be quite honest. Because the night that's that I'm talking about, that I was did. at a different gay bar. And, uh, and I, um, uh, tried to, Tim. uh, intimidate a, a bisexual guy who was dancing with Tim, here's the and thing. And just embarrassed myself. I, on I've it. only ever hung out with you that one time in Philly. That's why I know that all that happened that visit. Mm. And I also, like I said, I have photos of the Parmesan uh, cheese because <laughs> it was so funny to me. So it is because they roam. 
Um, and and here's the, their fucking we flag. We cut a bunch of this out, it, right? <laughs> it's a wheel. That'd be funny. It's the black album. It's a wagon wheel. What? Wait, what is? What are we talking about? The Romani people are called Romani because they roam, not because they're from Romania. Okay. Straight up, they are all over the world, uh, and they don't keep great history because uh, they're constantly setting up, setting up carnivals and getting out of town. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's pejorative. <laughs> what, what do you mean when you say pejorative? Uh, I shouldn't have said it is what I mean. Oh. Uh, I have so many things I want to say once we're not being recorded but anymore. Gi- <laughs> the, the, you just have to trust in Timmy to cut it all out. <laughs> you, I certainly sometimes don't. You, sometimes you really have to trust in Timmy to cut it all out. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. Uh, I've never left anything... Nothing in there that yeah. you were really scared about, but you—I I, definitely—he like talked to me like weeks later after I hadn't done it yet, and you're like, "If you leave that one part in, I'm not going to be friends with that person. I'm going to lose my job." Like, <laughs> Aww. Uh, oh, you guys. But it is because they roam, and you guys both laughed at me for thinking that their flag oh, is a wagon wheel. I mean, they're from, uh, yeah. Originally, if you go all the way back, they are probably from India. Oh, yeah, so you're you're talking about gypsies. I'm talking about the Hindu wheel. I'm like, talking about the jippos. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they snap. All right, what is hold, on, hold on for now? a second. Hold on for a second. You were talking about... Uh, you were trying to reframe gypsies for yourself, and so you're just like, what's a better word for gypsies since you were like... You thought it was uh, something that had to do from being from where? The Romania. From Romania. The, yeah. Because you're like Romanians. But no, I mean, just call them like. Uh, I don't know why you can't, like, I don't know why you can't like just nomads? call them gypsies. No, they're called. They're, they're, nomads. They don't, they don't want to be called. They want to be called Romani. That's the. That, I've had a bunch of them still just Right, but that's gypsies. what you said. And then you were like, I thought it was because they're from Romania, but actually they want to be roaming. That was what led us here, right? Uh, well, I wasn't, I was never sure if it was Romanian as in, like, I didn't know from if, Romania. I didn't know if Romani came from the word Rome or if the word Romani came from the word Romanian. Rome, Rome, Rome will be Rome. Rome. No, but Romania, we're like we're Romania. Tra- we're, we're if they were calling themselves Romanians, they'd be from Romania. Yeah, no, I thought, but like in my head, I was like, maybe they're like Romanians that left eventually. All right, from Rome, so Rome. Real talk. When Wherever you- I may wander, <laughs> wander, wander, <laughs> wherever I may grow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I will move on from this. I'm done. I'm, done. I'm, done. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm done. I, I learned so much. The trees <laughs> that they were telling, hey, what you're talking about is absurd. Uh, those trees, they show up the next day, and they walk hand in hand with their captors. And they're this into is, Toyland. Yeah, but like the way they have those two like little guys riding on top of them when they walk into the camp, uh, and they're the all camp? like, second breakfast, second breakfast. That's like a. It's Ents, yeah. You're yeah. doing Ents and Hobbits, yeah. yeah. And now all of your contributions are for naught. And so we can we can fast oh, that, that bit wasn't as good as the Andrew Dice Clay Bitch, bit. you didn't see Edwin, and you didn't see Tommy Kirk. You didn't make it to Toyland. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> called Babes in Toyland. Toyland, Toyland. Every girl and boy land. Basically, they, they show up at Santa Claus. So I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Santa what? Claus? No, no, no. The I said toy maker. Toy maker. Toy maker oh, is basically okay, okay, Santa okay. Claus. So he's got all the order orders for Christmas. 
Um, and that's Ed Wynn. Yes. Busted. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, or um, his, again, we'll see. We'll see him again in uh, uh, Mary Poppins. Right. Um, I won't. Which you might. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Because I ain't watching that wow. garbage. Sorry, that was so rude. I'm you were so like, sorry. Fuck Mary I'm Poppins. So and Tommy Kirk, his assistant, is Groomio. <laughs> Yes. All right. Like Drake. <laughs> yeah, or uh, or John Chris Felucci. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, toy making medicine is what he's working. So basically, Tommy Kirk is a very precocious assistant, and he's building this fucking machine. And he's like, "Yo, you can automate the making of toys, and we're going to be able to." Of do all this. the stupid haircuts Tommy Kirk has had in these movies, this is the stupidest haircut. So he's you had did so see far. this. Yeah. <laughs> Edwin comes in. He shows him the machine, and he's like, "This is fascinating." Yeah. Hold on, let me take over. And he puts it onto super speed, and he puts in all these equations, and it blows the whole fucking thing up. And then he accuses Tommy Kirk of being a fucking idiot. This is a very abusive, dysfunctional relationship. And uh, like the Dormouse in the Mad Hatter. And then uh, uh, Tom and Mary and the kids, they show up, and they're like, we'll help you build shit. And then Tommy Kirk comes, he keeps getting sent to his room like a fucking gimp. He comes down, and he's like, I invented something. I feel like you really, really want to watch Pulp Fiction. I just watched it a couple, uh, like a week ago, and it was Brooklyn's first time seeing it, and she she really fucking liked it. And I really remembered that it's a great movie. It's so good. But, um... We should have watched that. Uh... <laughs> I, I wrote down here, Tom, Tommy Kirk's machine like Mr. Garrison's It. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, in, in that machine, you're jerking off two dicks, getting yeah. railed in the ass, and sucking a dick. Uh, is there... Uh, is there yeah. maybe... Is there maybe a way to... Yeah, there may be a way so to try to actually it. operate this without sucking a dick or getting fucked in the ass. Well, I guess it could. Yeah. Um, I just love how slowly they all start using it. The yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. It just zooms. Uh, I th- I've got a $25 Xbox gift card, and I think I'm absolutely going to use it to buy the fractured but whole. Stick of Truth way better. Um, you could use it to buy something way way better. But what is there? Do you still have Game Pass? Yeah, love Game Pass. You should play Pentiment. What's Pentiment? Oh, I'll tell you later. Okay. Let's finish this episode. Toyland. Toyland. Uh, I wrote down here, Toy Maker is a destructive lunatic. <laughs> um, Tommy Kirk comes down with a shrink ray so that you can shrink whatever you want to make it into a toy. And Toymaker's like, I'm just going to go crazy with this. And then Tommy Sands, Tom Piper goes, <laughs> Tom Piper goes, but where are you going to get all the big shit to shrink down? And uh, this is when I started falling asleep. Um, but... Uh, I didn't get past... This is where I... This is also... I, I watched... I'm realizing now I watched so much more of this movie than both of you. <laughs> I watched all of this. Yeah, what happened? what happens now? Well, at a certain point... Yeah, I'll, I'll pick up where he... Uh, <laughs> I, I said, uh, the toys have a very Mary Worth look. <laughs> and uh, I realized after I wrote that that uh, it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> Mary Worth, it's like a... 
uh, soapy comic strip yeah. in the like, 80s or something. Um, the shrink gun uh, is the last straw, is what I said. Oh, then they get into toy warfare. You're shrinking people down, everybody's... Yeah, this is where I was actually asleep. They're shooting fucking toy cannons at each other. Um, eventually, Tommy Kirk comes out, and he's invented a, a re... Unshrinking ray. That is not what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely, definitely does that. No, I watched it today. He he I unshrinks like, a bunch of things. He well, so he finally no they all the Barnaby sh- shows up. Barnaby's there, big as hell the whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's been small for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His Barnaby is not even who shrank him. It was someone else. Uh, he's been tiny for a long no, time. No, Barnaby totally gets a hold of the shrink gun because no, they throw yes, it out the fucking does, window. But Tommy has been shrunk since well before then. Barnaby gets hold of the shrink gun. He's he, he wants to he kill sh- them and he then Gonzaga and Rodriguez. He shrinks everybody. Yeah, he he shrinks the two dudes, the henchmen. He shrinks the henchmen. He doesn't shrink the henchmen. He does actually shrink them. He puts them in a little tiny little cage. I watched it today. <laughs> <laughs> I know he shrunk the toy maker and oh, he yeah, shrunk okay. the Oh, yeah, okay. He shrank the tor- toy maker. He had the toy maker officiate his wedding. He's there with uh, fucking oh, Mary. Yeah. They're the only two actual people sized people. Everyone else is shrunken. Every single other character is shrunk. They oh, are the yeah. only I two. I do remember sized. this in like a and dream then eventually, state. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> fucking Tom is like wrapped up in a little ribbon, like by the cage that the two henchmen are in. Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah. He's wrapped up in a little ribbon. He's upside down. He looks like he's like, it, he looks it, like a fucking actually, Slim Jim. It's, it's shocking that fucking Barnaby hasn't just stomped on him, him yet. Like, I thought he would have just like... Do you remember the Slim Jim I guy? Thought was, I thought he was going to squish him. Macho Man Randy Savage? No, no, no. That's the Slim Jim guy. You're talking about the... The, the like, the Slim Jim personified. Like... He looked kind of like Beekman's World or something? Uh, he was looked, he just like a little thin red man? He kind of looks mm-hmm. like a Slim Jim, but like extreme! I mean, it's an extreme Slim Jim, man. Uh, I remember Macho Man Randy Savage. No, I mean, slap All right, man, this doesn't fucking matter. All right, let her finish. Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, you're, I no, actually you're, did you're watch right. this movie. I did not want to be summarizing like this, but I am. Okay. The last thing I wrote is Toy Warfare. Okay, okay, so yes, I was getting to that. So, Barnaby and Mary are about to get married. He's making the fucking Toy Man officiate... Uh, Tom is wrapped up in this weird ribbon, uh, upside down, and then the two henchmen are in a cage next to him, and they, like, unwrap him from the cage, so he gets unwrapped, and he, like, darts down, and, like, people start objecting to the marriage to, like, buy time or whatever, even though they're all tiny little people, but yeah, uh, fucking Tom runs off, and he rallies all of the toys. You already fucking know this. This is just the plot to Lemony Schnicket. No, but it's just like he's so he's so tiny tiny. Okay, so if you were gonna if you were gonna He rallies all the fucking troops, they all go through. If they take down Bar he shrinks Barnaby and then Tom stabs him through the heart. The only way no, okay, here's the thing. So I was watching this for so fucking long. It's (laughs) Literally, Barnaby is eventually the only large person. Like, Mary runs off and hides behind something. He's one large person. Tom runs off, rallies all the troops, and then it's like thousands of toys come inside of the room that Barnaby's in, and they all are attacking him with, like, 
little like darts, little pebbles, like what the fuck ever, like tiny little toys. But he does get shrunk. He, but for about 20 minutes of that movie, he is just standing there laughing at everybody. Everybody's attacking him and and it goes on for so long where it's like, oh yeah, this is ridiculous. And like. He just uh, he just stands there and he's just like laugh. He could kill he's all like, of them. Huh? Yeah. yeah, and he could, and he does. It goes on for way too long. It goes on for so long, and then how fi- does he get shrunk? Finally, <laughs> finally, <laughs> and I was waiting. I was like five minutes, and I was like, all right, this will happen, and it didn't happen. And then I was like, eventually, what happens is what you want to happen is they throw enough fucking little pebble type things that will like roll under his feet and he was like getting finally like there's like some dart things that stick to his face and so he's like and then like that, some fucking gold yeah, travel he, he like starts moving around a little bit more and then slips on some like gumball yeah. sized things but even then he still like rises up and he's still able to just be like oh yeah you cannot beat me to fucking taunt like it la- it lasts whoa, it lasts whoa, for like a whoa, good half hour whoa. it's horrible he gets drunk he gets <laughs> stabbed and then Tommy Kirk comes down and re uh, unshrinks everybody that doesn't need to be shrunk anymore Barnaby not to be seen anymore they let him die in that box did he die in um I yeah so the way that they get him to shrink is cuz he's the one he's the only one with the shrink gun even though everyone else is already shrunk. He kills everybody and then he fucking <laughs> No, uh they managed they managed to smash they managed to smash he the Ben like, Watts all day. <laughs> oh my god. Chris Benoit always gets a laugh on me so. <laughs> Such a dark time in wrestling history. Yeah. They did a huge tribute to him after he killed his family <laughs> on oh, TV. No. In the arms of. <laughs> All right, so at <laughs> the bottom of that gun, <laughs> there's a there's just like a little tank of like red. Yeah, he stuff. turned it. He turned yeah, it from yeah. red to green. They just they just hit it with a. Toy, yeah. Red, green, Christmas colors. Yeah, it's it Christmas. Fucking <laughs> Christmas oh movie. It might as well be a John Hughes joint. <laughs> I guess this is when I stopped watching the movies when all that happened. Well, after that, it's just a fucking um, good Couple old fashioned. dances and then no, there's right? no, there's not even any dances. It's a good old fashioned Tom and Mary having a wedding sequence, um, walking out uh, into the carriage. It's Christmas time. So that was the end of the movie. That's the end of the fucking movie. You know, that that ending sounds a little bit stale. Like they they didn't have any new ideas. (laughs) All right. And you like got any, you got any coke? Anybody got any coke? If you're looking for new ideas, then you should try new coke. Oh. <laughs> it's like coke, but it's new. Uh, also, this can of Coke has been closed for so long no. that like, it's not really full anymore. <laughs> I don't want to drink it. Here, I, here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. I want. I don't want that mixed with my Malort. I want to drink Malort. I want to chase it with Everybody new Coke. Chase it with new Coke, and then no. I'll chase that. You don't have to. Okay. This is a consent central. Yeah. Well, all right. Thank you, guys. Yeah, of course. But you do have to drink Malort. (laughs) (laughs) The Malort's non-negotiable. Yeah. But the Crystal Pepsi and New Coke, you can live without. 
God damn it. I'm just so a- I either get um, new Coke. Wait a minute. Wait, this says on. Stranger Things on it. <laughs> yeah, it's not new Coke old. Wait, what? It's not? <laughs> Wait, what? It's new new Coke. <laughs> well, then why is it so deflated? <laughs> oh, well, then I'll, This seems like just oh, poorly well, managed. Uh, so you were just fucking with us. This is Stranger Things season two. That doesn't matter. Any Stranger Things season means that it's not as old as you were leading us to believe. No, this is only 2019 Coke. Oh. Well, I'm down. Let's fuck yeah, with it. Yeah, no, no, of course I... This is, doesn't seem old at all. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's a much, much better date. And we won't be happy till <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I feel like that's our sign-off for season three. Nice. Yeah. Fucking antifreeze. Just. I guess there's only here. So I'm just gonna <laughs> go review my notes that I. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> if you missed anything, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll look at this. I got. Uh, I probably did. Cheers. Cheers. Seal the deal for I the hate, stooge. Hate this. Oh. That's more tolerable than the crystal. Than the crystal yeah. Yeah. I forgot we were using that. You know why? Because it's fucking Coca Cola and not fucking Pepsi. I just yeah. Thought, I just thought it was gonna be a good. A sip of Coke. And you know what? Um, thanks for another great year. Uh, if you are trying to decide between Pepsi or Coke, I'd say follow your conscience. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, and we won't be... What? Wait, the, the, uh, because oh, yes. oh, my this God. was a Christmas oh. movie, I wanted, uh, I wanted to end it with your Christmas present, and Tim, your Christmas present for me is I'm gonna pay these toll tickets for you that you've been. Getting, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that you've been getting the whole time I've lived here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I'm gonna pay your toll tag. Dude, that is fucking friendship. <laughs> That's awesome. No, Thanks, I mean, bud. And but I'm, what I'm really glad about. <laughs> I wish you were gonna be the same thing. <laughs> are, are they? Extensive? Uh, I oh, they certainly are. If you haven't seen them in the last two months, I haven't. I have. They've been getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. I haven't opened this one. I, yet. I say this is so. They can't be more than one hundred and fifty. No, they absolutely can be. <laughs> I say that as someone extensive uh, toll bill experience. It's a Christmas tradition. <laughs> Do we know how much these tolls are? Yeah, 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 we're fine. It's a good gift. <laughs> I kind of want to show this to uh, to the Frenchman I work for, but 
I've, I've, I've gotten a little too comfortable with him a couple of times. And he's been like, if you call me a frog again, you'll fire me. No, I, I, uh, I went up to my chef and I was like, hey, can we talk about Napoleon III? Because I just listened to a podcast about him. And he just looks at me and he just turns around and walks away. See, <laughs> no in. Also, uh, Tim, by the way, no matter how high the amount is he tells you for your total bill, I've had a higher one. No, <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> I don't feel like I've gone on any toll road. Uh, oh, this, this, this has been accumulating. Oh, you, you certainly have. You did once. You never knew. It just happens. I do it all the time. I believe. You do it again. I'm, I believe. So many hundreds of dollars to tours before. It doesn't tell me the initial do. Like what day it was. But you've been getting this past due notice for six years. Yeah, no, I have the same thing. Please erase me saying the same Please leave that. Yeah, cause that's the that's the embarrassing part of this whole thing. Not us mis mislabeling Romani's. Um, I mean, uh, we, we, we used it as a learning opportunity. All right, gang, this is the end. And we won't be happy till we get it online. 